This morning I asked uh, ask the kids a question, if they'd ever been lost. The title of the sermon is, Where Are You? I know you know where you are right this moment. But where are you? And have you ever been lost? Think about a time you've been lost. You didn't know which way to turn, where to go. And then when you finally realize where you are, how relieved you are. Or if you're a parent, think about maybe one time when you may have not known where your child was for for a little bit. Had no idea. And then all of a sudden, they're found. Think about that gladness. When, when I think about that, I, I think about a story a few years ago. Abby hadn't been driving long. And we were in the Tri-Cities visiting Rhonda's family. And uh, Abby wanted to go visit some cousins that, that they live, uh, man, in the middle of nowhere. Literally um, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, And it's dark. It's dark, and I'm, I'm kind of a uh, stickler for a couple things. I like gas in a car. They work better that way. But I like gas. I like plenty of gas. I don't like to be on empty without a plan. And I'm, uh, I'm pretty fanatical about charging phones and things. Um, we have plenty of chargers and electricity and, and sometimes things run down, but um, Abby's phone was charged this night and um, she had left her cousins and, and she had turned the wrong way and it's dark, it's late. Rhonda and I are at, at, at Rhonda's mom's house and all of a sudden we get a call from Abby and she's crying which if you've met Abby, that don't happen a whole lot. She's pretty independent. But she's crying and said, I need you. I don't know where I am. So I thought for a minute, I knew where she had been. I said, where, which way did you, and I realized she had turned the wrong way, and it's desolate. I mean, there's nothing there. And I said, describe what's around you. And she said, well, the thing I see really close is the gas light on. like awesome and she said I don't have a whole lot of cell service her battery was charged she said but I don't have a whole lot of service my phone we're gonna lose communication here in a few minutes so she described where she was I said well keep driving you're gonna come to a road you're gonna turn right and you're gonna drive you're gonna feel like you're going deeper in the middle of nowhere but you're gonna come out and I told her where she was gonna come out she said I don't see anything I don't know where I am. I don't see anything. Come get me. I said, okay, but just keep driving. Don't stop. Don't turn around. I know where you are. Keep going. I'm going to meet you at a gas station. Here, when you think you've been farther than you can ever be in your life, you're going to see a gas station on your right. I'm going to be there. 
And then her phone went dead, or her phone lost service. So we uh, left Rhonda's mom's house, which is about 10 minutes from that gas station, and that was one of the longest 10 minutes of my life because we couldn't communicate with her at all. When we got there, she wasn't there. So I can't remember how long it was before she actually pulled in, but when I saw her headlights, man, I was so happy. I was so relieved. I didn't even mention her not having gas in the middle of nowhere. I didn't care. I didn't care. She was there. She was home. I could see her. I can't explain that relief. I cannot explain that relief. That was, uh, I don't know how long it was, but it seemed like an eternity. Me looking for her. And I would have gone, if she hadn't showed up at the gas station, I would have gone on to find her. Rhonda was with me, and the, and the relief in her eyes as well. Just uh, As we go through this lesson this morning, I kind of want to have you have that thought in your head or have a thought in your head of something similar that may have happened to you. And I'm going to read from Luke. Chapter 15, verses 1 through 7, before we go any further. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he's found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more Joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for that scripture. Thank you for that parable. Lord, I just pray that uh, as we study the Scripture, Lord, that uh, we receive uh, your message this morning, Lord. That you, your Holy Spirit flows through this building, Lord, and through the folks that are listening online and anoints us, Lord. And, and, and we all hear the message that comes from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Where are you? Where are you? Seems like that's the first thing we ask somebody when they say, hey, I'm lost. We say, where are you? Well, if I knew where I was, I wouldn't be lost. <laughs> Been there. I was almost there Friday. Or Sunday, actually. 
But I got back on the interstate and sat in traffic like I should. <laughs> Sometimes our path is not as clear as we want it to be. The interstate's a good place. Sometimes we're wandering sheep who need direction. You see, often in the Bible, God refers to his people as being sheep. A few notable passages are, are the 23rd Psalm, Isaiah 53, John 10. And you know, there's many good reasons why we're called sheep in the Bible. And one of them, the nature of sheep. What did you say? Yes, I didn't want to say that word, but yeah, they're not real smart. They're dumb, yeah. By nature, sheep have three strikes against them, and Charlie just said one. They're, they're not real smart, they're dumb. In other words, they're not the smartest animals in the world. As a result, they're often getting in terrible situations. See, people are the same way. People who are away from the Lord kind of live that same life. Sometimes those of us who are in the Lord, we get distracted, we get off course. The other thing is sheep are dumb, but they're also directionless. They, they have no sense of direction. If a sheep wanders from the rest of the herd, they get lost pretty easy. And it's impossible for them to find their own way back. See, they have no sense of direction. For those outside the Lord, and sometimes again with, for us who are in the Lord, we lose our sense of direction, our sense of spiritual direction. You see, we can't find our way to the Lord ourselves. We need Him to rescue us. Him to provide us that direction that we need. You see, sheep are also defenseless. They have uh, other animals who are trying to get them that are not defenseless. Lions have teeth and claws. So do bears. Snakes have fangs and venom. Even the birds, even some of the things flying have ways to protect themselves. Sheep, they don't have a way to protect themselves. They have no way to protect themselves from danger. Again, we're the same way. We're the same way. On our own, we can't protect ourselves from the devil. We cannot protect ourselves from evil on our own. You see, sheep need a shepherd. Sheep need a, a shepherd. To help them when uh, they're trying to do things on their own. To help them when they're directionless. And to help them when they're defenseless. As Christians, we're the same way. We need a shepherd. We need a shepherd that can help us when we're making dumb decisions. When we're lost, we need direction. We need a shepherd. When we're defenseless, we need protection. We need a shepherd. You see, by their very nature, sheep need a shepherd. 
And again, we're the same way. We need a shepherd. I need a shepherd. I'm directionless. I'm defenseless. I need a shepherd. Can you imagine the shepherd when we are trying to do things on our own? When we're lost. Can you imagine Christ when he knows where we are, but we really don't? You see, to the shepherd, we're a possession. We're a personal possession. We belong to the shepherd. He paid a price for us. And we're his prized possession. To everyone else, we may look just like everybody else. But to Christ, we're his prized possession. I'm looking at Jesus' favorite right now. Each one of you. Each one of you is his prized possession. And in his eyes, we're precious. We're his precious possession. It don't matter if there's differences, big sheep, little sheep. It don't matter that we all belong to Jesus. In Christ's eyes, we're all his. We're all precious in his sight. And when we're lost, when we're lost, Christ comes looking for us. He comes looking for us. And He's not coming looking for us to be angry or to punish us because we got lost again. He's coming looking for us to rescue us. The night Abby was lost again, I don't know if I ever mentioned the gaslight being on. I didn't care. I was so happy to see her. I was so relieved to hug her. I didn't care. You see, Christ is the same way when we get lost. His motive is to rescue us, not to punish us. His motive is to find the sheep and restore it to its proper fold. We're a member of Christ's family. His motive is to bring us back into the fold. You see, because he initiates the search. He knows where we are. We can lie to ourselves, but we can't lie to God. When I ask you where you are, and I don't mean physically, I mean spiritually, you can lie to me. You can lie to yourself. You can lie to each other, but you can't lie to God. He knows exactly where you are. Physically and spiritually, He knows exactly where you are. And He's looking for you. He's looking for you. When He can't find you, He intensifies the search. When you're not responding, He's intensifying the search. Again, the shepherd's going to search until he finds you. The night Abby was lost, had she not shown up at the gas station, I would have found her. I would have found her. You see, in the same way Christ never gives up on his lost sheep, he's always searching. He's always looking. He never gives up. To the shepherd, never gives up. And he's going to locate the sheep. He finds the sheep. Again, he knows where you are. Don't matter how many times you've told the same lie about where you are spiritually, he knows where you are. And when he finds you, just like the shepherd, he's not there to punish you. He's there to lay his hands on you. He's there to lay his hands on you and to rescue you. 
And when he does find you, he lifts you up. He removes you from that place of danger, just like the shepherd removes the sheep. He takes you away from the danger. He puts you across his shoulders, and he carries you home. He carries you home, just like the shepherd carries the sheep home. He's looking to rescue you and take you back where you should be spiritually, where you should be physically. You see, when Jesus comes to where we are, he finds us in our sin. But he, again, places his arms around us. He secures us and brings us home. And when he does, there's rejoicing. Just like the night that Abby was out and there, I was not mad. I never got mad. I was so happy to see her. It's one of the most relieved and joyful occasions in my life. See, Christ is the same way when we come back to him. When he finds us, no matter where we are, what we're doing, who we've lied to, who we cheated, where we were the night before, he don't care. He wants to bring us home. That's how joyful he is. And when he does, that one lost sinner, that one person, when he brings them home, there's rejoicing in heaven. You see, because when we're separated, when we're separated from Christ, we can't be used for what he intends to use us for. There's disuse there. And we're in danger. At any moment, things can happen when we're not walking in Christ, when we're lost. And there's death. The Bible tells us in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. When we're separated from the shepherd, when we're separated from the shepherd, Because of our sin, we're experiencing death. And the only way to gain our salvation is through the blood of the Lord and, Sa our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You see, any other method, any other system is not very good. It's useless. But when we put our faith in Christ, when He finds us, when He puts us on His shoulders and He carries us home, He's so happy. I think I told you last week that we're religious beings. We're going to worship something. Every religion in the world is searching for God. Every religion in the world is searching for God. That's what separates us as Christians. You see, we're not having to search for God. He's searching for us. He's come down to earth to find us. We don't have to search. We just need to put our love and our faith in Him. Where are you? Where are you this morning? Are you in the fold? Are you safe and secure? In the arms and on the shoulders of Jesus Christ? Or are you still wandering in the wilderness? wandering in the wilderness of sin and danger. 
that danger of death being apart from Christ. Where are you? If you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He's looking for you. He's searching for you. He knows where you are. Let Him pick you up. Let Him pick you up and carry you home. If you've been in the fold for a while, but now you've wandered away, and you're not really sure where you are, Jesus knows where you are, and He's ready to rescue you. Put all your faith in Him. Where are you? Again, if you're not where you need to be, and you want to use this altar this morning to pray, I'd love for you to come. If you're at home, Lord, if you're at home, just call on the Lord wherever you are. Tell Him that you need to be rescued. You're wandering. You're lost. Put your faith in Him, and He will rescue you. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, for sending us a shepherd. Lord, thank you for looking for us. Sometimes we're lost and we don't even realize it. But you always come looking for us. And no matter what we've done, Lord, you're always glad to see us. You're ready to rescue us. And again, just thank you for that. Lord, I pray for each person here, each person in this community, each person watching online, Lord, if they don't know you as their Lord and Savior, Lord, they, uh, they make that decision today. In Jesus' name, amen.